BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. We're here. We're doing the most, not the least. We're truly just taking it one day at a time. I saw something great the other day. It said, oh, fuck, I already forgot it. You know, when you're like, I heard something so poignant, thought provoking, it moved me to my soul. And then it gets to the tip of your tongue and you just have a full blown Dorinda Medley moment from the Real Housewives of New York. It was something along the lines of like, why buy a 2020 year planner? The dumbest mistake I made in 2020 was buying a year planner. And isn't that the fucking truth? I want to do a little mental check in with everybody, see how everyone's feeling. You know, we got into some things last week and we're going to get into the voicemails and keep it giggly and fun. And just, you know, this should be a safe space and this should be a fun place where we can all just kind of giggle and just kind of break away from it all. Because, you know, we're going through some heavy shit right now. I'll tell you what, you know, and not to take away from anything that's going on in the world, but I just want this to be an episode where we can just talk about some dumb fucking shit. You know what I mean? You're out there. We're protesting. We're doing our damn thing. We're out there trying to be the change. Be the you today that you want to be tomorrow. I always hated that phrase. Really, truly fucking hated it. It's like, really, Claire, be the you today you want to be tomorrow. I don't know who I want to be tomorrow. I'd like to be thin today. That's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's on God, period. But I do think with everything that's going on in the world, seriously, maybe we can start today. Start being the you today that you want to be tomorrow, but fucking do it today. Look at me being fucking motivating. I'm telling you, maybe it's a quick run for office. I got to start local. Stir the pot in my mom's gated community. Really get these assholes, get the, you know. Listen, do you know you have to go through so many fucking hoops just to paint your damn house? And I know I got a lot of young listeners, but listen, there's a thing called the HOA. It's called a homeowner's association. If you live in a condo building, anywhere that you got neighbors that you all pay into the same thing to like maintain the grounds. You got a gate, you know, you got landscapers, you got a community pool. That's an HOA, baby. Ah, Sorry, I'm drinking my waters. And not to like shock anybody, but I've recently found out the guy who's the head of the HOA here, big asshole. Now, I don't think anybody who listens to my podcast lives in my neighborhood. We have a pretty solid group. It's actually quite diverse. A lot of young kids, cool families, young families. But um, I'll just say this. And I think he knows that he's an asshole. Now, let me tell you something right now. My late father was head of the HOA president for quite some time. And he used to say, and he was cool. Like everybody loved my dad. My dad was the kind of guy, he could go to any party, any club, anywhere. 
I mean, like a nightclub. Like you could take my dad to a strip club with a bunch of, you know, gay dudes. He'd have a blast. Just a real chameleon. I kind of like to pride myself on that, that there's one thing I'm good at and it's being uncomfortable out of my comfort zone. Like, you know, take me somewhere that I would never go. Take me to, I don't know, like a NASA meeting. Let's talk about space. I'm good there. You know, some people never get out of their comfort zone. They never like to be uncomfortable. I'm a freak. I thrive in the uncomfortable. Now, not in the uncomfortable when people are like, these conversations about racism and everything that we're going through should make you uncomfortable. Not that kind of stuff. Because then I'm just like, fuck, I feel bad. We got to get our shit together. But I mean, like, throw me at a PTA meeting with just a bunch of, you know, single moms. I don't even have kids. But I would figure out a way to connect. And that's what I'm trying to do here. My point being is, Dad thrived at, you know, the HOA. It's a cast of characters. Listen, I moved home. To answer a lot of your questions, and I think I've talked about this on on here, I moved home just because Jeff and I were like, why the fuck are we doing this in New York? We want to be close to family. And his family's back up in New York. His sister's local to New York, so she's up there. And and we just said, well, you know, it's kind of our turn to come down here and, and help out my mom. And we got a great deal. We're going to move in. And, you know, she's getting older and kind of keep an eye on her and see what happens but I am living for an HOA moment. I will say I was on a walk the other day and one of the neighbors came up to me and she goes, we know about you. Just random. She's like, all the girls in my Bunko group, you know, Bunko. It's a card game that a bunch of, you know, 40-year-old women get together and they just black out on Kendall Jackson. You know what I'm talking about. She said, you're the one, that comedian. And I'm like, that's me. That's me, baby. This is my driveway. If you don't step off, I will have Jeff come pressure wash you. Not your house, your face. You know what I mean? So I've been really stirring the pot a little bit. And I'm feeling feisty. I'm feeling like we're on the right side of history. We're getting there. We've got some momentum. So if I got to maybe take a leadership position, all of this being said is to say that maybe I got to start small. You know, I'm getting the animal print suits ready, steamed, buttons, specific gold buttons, details. We got lining. Did I tell you guys when I went to Thailand and I got a tuxedo jacket made, the man measured my shoulders. A sweet Thai man. He measured my shoulders and said I had the largest shoulders of any woman he had ever measured. Swear to God, Chris can vouch for it. He was there. So I might have to call him because he's already got my measurements. You know, at this rate, it might be quicker to, you know, go back to Thailand real quick and get my suits made because your girl's going to run for something. Not sure yet. Not sure what but we're getting there. Sorry, I got to drink a lot of water. It's hot as hell in Georgia. I'm upstairs in the office. I showed you guys on Instagram. I'm literally staring at like a Tupperware tub filled with my uh, yearbooks from growing up. I've got all my costumes up here. I mean, we're just living in just squalor shit show right now. We're moving into my mom's house. We're redoing another bedroom upstairs. My sister's old room has a really nice layout. So we're making it like a new mini master. And we've got a great guy, Victor. If you need any work done in Atlanta, Victor's your fucking guy. He's awesome. He's got a great team. So he's building us a closet. And, you know, we're, we're doing it. But my mom has a fucking air. That's something you'll learn if you move back in with your parents. It, my mom is a thin woman. Okay, uh, that's a brag. She already knows it. She keeps it on 85. Always was the kind of woman though who like needed a sweater. Anytime we go to Florida, she's always like, well, you're not taking a a sweater to dinner? And you're like, mom, it's July 4th. It's 110 degrees out. No, I don't need a sweater to go see the fucking fireworks. I mean, it's 80 degrees. I'm gonna have to pause this at some point, turn on the fan for five and get back into it. Sweat my ass off. You guys, 
Shout out to this company. They're not a sponsor, but it's Zach. I think it's like a knockoff Yeti. It's just Z-A-K. I bought these Yeti knockoffs at, whatchamacallit, Target. They were like $9. Really fun colors. I'm staying hydrated. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. You're hearing my metal straw clank around because I've been doing a lot of research. I said, listen, you know, we got to get on the election. We got to get on the help, you know, with this racial injustice. We got to talk about police brutality. We also got to talk about plastic. I've been getting in deep on these Vice documentaries. If you don't know what Vice is, they have a show, Vice News. You know, those are the, the North Korean documentaries I told you about. I, you know, I want to get somebody on here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my people over at Link, Liberty North Korea, and see if I can get somebody to talk to me about what's going on over there. Because remember a couple of weeks ago, we didn't know if Kim Jong-un, if he was dead, if the sister was taken over. There's a couple of shady boots business things happening. But anyways, um, Vice is where I go to get all my like in-depth news. Like if I want to figure out what's happening in Iran, I watch Vice because I really think that those guys like boots on the ground, they got somebody somewhere who's talking to somebody at the consulate. You know what I'm saying? There's always someone there. I've been watching a lot of these environmental documentaries. Guys, we're fucked. You know, y'all have been calling me into the Absolutely Not podcast hotline saying, oh, Heather, my kids are driving me nuts. My kids are driving me nuts. And I thought maybe I'm going to pump the brakes on trying to have a child. And then I realized we may not have fresh water in about 20. The amount of fucking plastic we're pumping out. You can, you can like barely recycle plastic. I have one of my favorite summer snacks that I have just been living off of. And that is my Go Macro Bars. Y'all know they've been a sponsor of the podcast forever. It's a mother-daughter owned company based in a rural community. And basically what they want to do is make amazing bars that are vegan, gluten-free, raw, soy-free, kosher, certified organic, non-GMO, all of those things. They make them because they want to put goodness back into the world. They have 15 mouthwatering flavors and they're made with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and your mind. If you're on the go, throw one of these bars in your bag. If you're, you know, burning the midnight oil like I am, have one of those instead of me going down like to the kitchen and just having 65 peanut butter pretzels and then uh, two pints of ice cream. I get all the deliciousness and my go macro bars and I don't feel the guilt because I got to put something good in my body. Here's the thing, whether you're chasing your fitness goals from home, going for a hike, braving the great indoors, go macro bars are sure to give you the fuel you need to conquer all of your summer wellness goals. You know what I mean? I need a wellness update and guess what? We're good because we're having go macro bars. Get your hands on some of the go macros, most delicious macro bars by going on gomacro.com and using promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $60. Again, that's gomacro, M-A-C-R-O.com. Use promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $60. Now back to the podcast. So we had my godmother Angela over for dinner and Chris and we were chit-chatting and I said, I don't understand. Like this is really, truly a fucking dumb blonde question. I said, I don't understand. Why can't they figure out how to clean or recycle plastic. I said, why can't we build like a carnival cruise out of fucking plastic? And they actually said, great question. No one's figured out how to do it and it isn't cost effective yet. When it becomes something where people can make money off of it, sure. Did y'all know that we mail our trash? We ship our trash to like Thailand. They said Thailand is the biggest importer of other people's trash. I didn't know we didn't just take it down to the dump. Had no fucking idea. Absolutely not to me not knowing about where my trash went. So I'm just letting y'all know. I'm keeping my eyes and ears open, trying to learn. I didn't know you could sell trash. They literally have a cute little old man named Tim who puts it on a fucking cargo ship and we ship it off. 
Does that make sense to you? Riddle me this. Done to me. I mean, I'm learning. I'm learning. Trying to keep my eyes, ears, and my heart open. So I don't know. Maybe I start with recycling in the neighborhood, light somebody's trash cans on fire if I see that there's a, you know, they're not putting their Perrier bottles out. I don't know. I got to figure it out. Will my tactics be aggressive? Will I roll in soft? I don't know. I got to figure it out. But right now, I'm going to be the you today that you want to be tomorrow. Y'all, we have so many great calls on the Absolutely Not line. I mean, I think we need to get into it. We need to jump in. We need to dive in. This shit is so funny. Y'all had a moment. I really think everybody took the weekend. I think, you know, we kind of took a step back for a minute and took the weekend to look at ourselves and figure out what the fuck we're doing wrong. But then that also opened your eyes, I think, to a lot of shit that's happening within your own families. In the sense, like, I got so many disgruntled calls from women from, like, their husbands. who were just like, if he looks at me one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to burn the house down. You know, I think we're, that's where we're at in this pandemic, this quarantine. And listen, what was it, two, three episodes ago, which was one of my favorite episodes I've ever done, but I was like, what the fuck is going on? Does anyone know what's going on? What do you know? COVID cases back up. Florida been hit again. Arizona. Who the fuck knows what's going on? You know, they said our second wave is going to come in the fall. No, baby, it's coming yesterday. And I'm not saying this ignorantly. I genuinely do think for like two weeks, people basically are like, fuck it. So this great article on The Onion. If you don't know The Onion, it's a satirical news source. And they were like, it was basically saying like, everyone's fucking forgotten that we're in a pandemic. You know? I mean, it's true. Are we? Like, what is happening? Said city enters phase four of pretending coronavirus is over. Isn't that the truth? It's like, where's everybody in the phase? New York's in phase one. Florida's in phase Cowabunga, I don't give a fuck. Early bird special, shrimp cocktail sauce and a, and a nose swab. No one knows what's happening. I'm still wearing my mask out. I know everybody thinks I look like an asshole. I am. You know, and then you hear herd immunity. And listen, I'm not a, a, an infectious disease doctor. I don't know what the fuck is the right answer. All I'm saying is right now, I am truly trying to wrap my head around everything. But I'm like for like four days, I just forgot we were in a pandemic. I wasn't going out. Like when I still go to the grocery store, obviously I'm masked up, but I just forgot. I was like, what are we, are we good? Like, can we at least all go back to work? And that's not like a capitalism. I mean, I do think capitalism actually is great if, you know, because it gives people opportunity. But I kind of, one of those moments like, can I just go on tour and like start like doing shows again? Like what's happening? I just want to go out and like perform. And I think that's what it is. I'm getting a little stir crazy. You know, I see the same three people every day. My sister escaped. She went back to her condo a while ago. And honestly, I thought she would have come back. She hasn't come back. She's like, I'm good. I'm, I'm real good. It's 80 fucking degrees in this office right now. It is literally so hot. I don't understand. I don't understand how my mom keeps it at 80. And Jeff's even sweating about it. We, at the other end of the hall, we're going to be on the same floor as my mom, but we have our own thermostat, thank God. Jeff's like, I mean, the thing is going to crash day one because she keeps it on 80 and we keep it on 62. You could hang some cool salami in my meat locker. You know what I'm saying? Your girl runs hot, always has. Warm nature, warm blooded, just, you know, that's how I roll. If you hear a little little chirp, that's my cat. She's outside the office, really wants to get in. But if I bring her in, it, she'll just be chirping all day. Rescue that little rascal from Mississippi. She's a love of my life. Shower, she and Reggaetoni getting along. Thanks for asking. They want to be friends. He's got a lot of energy. My dream, my goal, y'all, before I go to bed, I watch like, what is it? The Dodo, you know, which is that animal Instagram account. I love watching, you know, unlikely friends, a deer and an orangutan, you know, an anteater and a fucking gr- grizzly bear. Those are my favorite things to watch. 
unlikely pairs of friends. I just need a cat and a dog. I need my kitty cat to love my my rigatoni. He's a character. I'll tell you what. I got a dog with some spunk. I'm here for it. You know, it's softened my heart. It's definitely kept me occupied, but it's hard dealing with the fucking dog and the cat that's going nuts and we're in construction. And listen, I gotta be honest with you. I'm creative. I'm having a heart palpitation sweat through my tea because I can't be in a creative space. I'm trying to sell a show. I'm writing other shit. And it's very hard to be in a creative space when you are surrounded by chaos. This is going to sound so fucking heady and trippy and whatever, bruh. But when you're a creative person, you need the structure of things being organized outside of that because your creative muscle is just all over the fucking place. And I do think not performing and not being on auditions and going out and working that muscle, I feel like I've gotten dumber. You know, it's funny. People are trying to like argue with me about shit on Instagram because now I'm bringing in politics and I don't give a fuck. Like I'm a human, you know, we're all going to vote in November. And so I'm trying to, you know, educate myself and do the right thing. But it's funny when people try and like argue with me in DMs. And I, for the most part, I'm just like, it's some just some crazy fucking lady and I just ignore it. But I tried to like clap back at somebody the other day and my brain just isn't fucking working. And I realized because I don't have a normal, I don't know, my brain is, my muscle that I work is performing. Whether it's in person, in auditions, you know, I'm a salesperson. And when I'm not selling anything except cheap thrills and whispering angel on Instagram, I'm losing my mind. Getting dumber by the fucking minute. I literally, I'm like starting to pull things out of the the fucking refrigerator. You know, I'm staring at the almond milk and I'm like, has anybody seen it? Like to the point where my mom's like, are you good? So if I'm not seeming like I'm at my brightest, it's because I'm not. I got to get out. I got to break free. I got to do something. But again, are we in a pandemic? No one knows. Yes, no. Where's Fauci? He disappeared. He, it's a wrap for him. He's fucking done. He said, Heather, do you want to put up with this shit? I said, Fauci, I don't blame you. But fuck, I need to see some light at the end of the tunnel. And this is not me being ignorant. This is not me being impatient. I do. I need to see some light at the end of the tunnel. For the justice of the world, for the plastic, we got to get out of the ocean. Fuck. <sighs> got to start at the HOA. Casually interrupt the podcast to talk about something that's going to help us sleep better at night. What are you talking about, Heather? I'm talking about the Helix mattress. Why are we talking about this? Well, I don't know if you're like me, but I friggin' am up all night with anxiety for the state of the world. What the fuck is happening next week, this week? I mean, 2020 is just a hot dumpster fire, is it not? I mean, I think we're trying to better ourselves, but who even knows if we're out of this global pandemic? And I need a good night's sleep. I got shit to do. The good thing is I found a Helix Sleep Mattress. Honestly, these are the game-changing mattresses. I went online and I did their quiz and they set me up with the Moonlight Lux. And I'm so excited because, you know, Jeff and I just moved back to Georgia. We ordered all new mattresses. We even upgraded my mom's mattress. We're on the Moonlight Lux. I like something a little bit softer. I like that like melt and feel. And I'm a tummy sleeper. Jeff's a back sleeper. This worked out perfect for us. You go online, you fill out the quiz. They will send you the perfect mattress for you. Here's the deal. I'm telling you, once you get a good mattress and once you figure out what exactly works with your sleep pattern, it will change your life. But listen, you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress picks of 2019 and 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. All you have to do is go to helixsleep.com slash absolutely not. Take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10 year warranty and you get to try it out for a hundred nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. So don't even worry about that. 
that. Let me tell you right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash absolutely not. That's Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash absolutely not for up to $200 off. Now back to the podcast. Once I get through this construction, I really think it's because the, the space I'm living in right now is not peaceful. There's shit everywhere. Jeff's stressed. We're sweating every day. The movers are coming tomorrow. I got 67 boxes from New York that we somehow have to shove in the garage. You know, we're just living in unrest. Emotional unrest, mental unrest, just all of it. Spiritual never unrest. Because you want to know why? I believe in the Lord. Amen. Thank God. If you are a prayer warrior, I do you need to say, um, I need you to say a little prayer. We've been trying to sell this place in Florida. We sold it. We've been trying to sell it for years. You know, it was a place we went with my dad. My mom, it just needs to be sold. So this all I'm asking is that if you're a prayer warrior and you're listening to this, just say a specific prayer. We got to get this sold. Because the people who are down in Florida are being assholes. It's just something we need to check off. It's a part of my dad that we were just saying, hey, we need to close that chapter. That's all I'm asking. I just, I did. I said on my fucking podcast, I asked a prayer request. So I don't know. I, I Who have I become? I don't know. But I'm praying for y'all and I hope you're praying for me. Speaking of prayers, a lot of y'all need some freaking help. So let's get into it. God, I love y'all. I do love y'all. And let me tell you something. If I didn't have this podcast, I for sure would have jumped off the roof about a week ago. No, actually March 16th, the day after my birthday, I would have. So being able to chit chat and hear that y'all are also getting just as stir crazy as I am, I will say misery does have a little bit of company in this sense. But let's get into the voicemails. Some of y'all are going nuts. Some of y'all are going crazy. Let me try and give you some sage advice, aka no advice at all. All right, let's hit the hotlines. Remember, you can always call into the absolutely not line. I'm excited to chit chat with you and, uh, you know, see what you're up to. But we all got to just take a breath, take a second and say a prayer. Again, you can always call the absolutely not line. It's 800 213 7503. Again, that's 800 213 7503. Now let's get to our first caller. Hey, Heather, this is Jill from Alabama. And I know this week on the podcast, you mentioned something very briefly about wedding etiquette. And I just wanted to say absolutely not to asking the bride why you have not been invited to the wedding. I got married about three years ago, and a few months before my wedding, my recently deceased grandfather's house burnt down, along with all of his shirts and pictures and everything we had left of him. And as I'm sure you know, in the South, when something tragic happens, everyone just comes over and, you know, brings their casseroles and leaves a prayer and all that good stuff. So I'm literally standing outside of my dead grandfather's burning home when a woman comes up to me and has the audacity to ask me why she has not received a wedding invitation in the mail. I honestly don't know how I responded or what I said or what I did. I'm pretty sure I blacked out. But anyways, that's my absolutely not. Love and light. Okay, Jill from Alabama. So good to hear that sweet Southern accent. I'm glad we're kind of touching back, circling back on that wedding etiquette. Here's the deal. Okay, side note. I know there's so many brides that, you know, you had a wedding in like March or April. You rescheduled it for like June or July. And even that's not fucking happening. So now people are at like their second or third cancellation. Okay, it's a fucking shit show. We moved ours to June of next year. You know, I'm hoping we can still go to Italy and do all those things. I'm not going to get that money back. 
Plain and simple. It's already overseas. If you think you're going to get it back, you're not. And I still, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to do it, I want to do it the way I want to do it. And so hopefully we can fucking do it. Okay. I mean, that's a mouthful. I want to do it the way I want to do it. And if I can't do it, I want to fucking do it. So anyways, Jill, so let me get this straight. I'm so sorry you lost your grandfather. I'm so sorry his house burned down. This is like a fucking, this is a scene from a movie, point blank. You know, you're standing outside the house. You're seeing it all crumble down. You're having that moment. And this bitch, which I will respectfully call her that, this bitch has the audacity to come and ask you why she didn't get an invitation to your wedding. I mean, there's some things that are just so asinine and out of fucking control. It really makes your head spin. And I'm sure in that moment, you're just like, what? We had a family friend call me. And listen, I'm trying to navigate this whole role of like people that were really close to me and my family that, you know, were really good friends of my dad, especially like, where's that fine line of asking like truly like family friends. And I'm trying to go to Italy to kind of forget and ignore and all this shit. But we had a family friend call me and she's like, hey, are myself and all of my daughters and their husbands invited? It's like 10 people. And I, I didn't know what to say. So I'm sure Jill in that moment, you clammed up the way I did. I literally was like, I, uh, 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 like when somebody just asks you point blank, I mean, I've never even been asked why I wasn't invited to my own birthday party. Do you know what I mean? I'm such a fucking pussy when it comes to stuff like that. Like if I'm not invited, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, no, that's fine. I'm gonna stay home and watch Gilmore Girls. Like I would never speak up on that. So it's very wild and bold when I think I've had people ask me, am I coming to your wedding? If you haven't fucking gotten an invite, no. And it's not because I don't love you. My kind of catch 22 is like, if you came to my dad's funeral, you can come for most of it. It's wild. People get very fucking bold when it comes to a wedding. Joel, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And I'm so sorry you, you know, the loss of your grandfather and all that. I mean, I can only imagine we're all literally just trying to survive right now. So I'm so sorry that you went through that. But fuck this bitch. Listen, Jill, email me. Email us. Yeah, I don't know. I think we have an email here. Somehow get a hold of me. I need to know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this lady a nasty cake. There's a company that sent me some cookie cakes. And I think, hold on. It's called, I think they're called Eat Me Cookies. Yeah, Eat Me Cookies NYC. And they're awesome. It's a crude take on a cookie cake. And they ship nationwide, but they literally sent me a cookie cake the other day and it was delicious. And it was just like, Jesus loves you, but I think you're an asshole. That's what we need to send to this lady. We need to send it to her. Jill, I'll put it on the tab. I'll put it on my credit card. You call me with this lady's information and we'll send it to her. We won't tell her what it's for or what she was an asshole for, but we'll fucking let her know. The subtext of that text is shut the fuck up. You're not invited. I love it. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you light. Jill, I'm so sorry. Y'all, we're living in a crazy world right now. And sometimes you got to take a second, take a mental health break, sit back, collect your thoughts and hey, talk to somebody. And if you don't feel like, you know, you're in a space right now where you want to go into your therapist's office and spend oodles of money and have them look you dead in your eyes while you're wearing a mask and be sweating. I feel like the whole process of getting to the therapist, I'm like, I'm sweating in the car. I'm sweating while I'm there. I'd rather just do this from the comfort of my own home. I mean, if we're going to be quarantined, we might as well keep our mind and our heart and our brain fresh by talking to somebody. That's why I love to talk space. And here's the deal. You should never think twice about if you're like, Hey, I kind of need to talk to somebody, get a professional. They're there for you 24 seven from your phone or your computer. And you can hear back from them daily. Literally Talkspace online therapy can match you with a licensed therapist right away, all from the comfort of your phone or your home. I mean, listen, you're at home. Why not call somebody, talk to somebody, chit chat with them on the computer, talk to your therapist every day, whether you're working through something or just want to stay accountable to a new habit or goal. I'm telling you, it will change your life if you take time for yourself and work on 
the things you want to work on. Here's a cool thing. All we need to do is talk sometimes and Talkspace gives the support we deserve at a price we can afford. Match with your perfect therapist at Talkspace.com or download the app. Use promo code absolutely to get $100 off your first month and help support the show. That's Talkspace.com, promo code absolutely. Again, that's $100 off your first month. Get to talking with somebody and feel like you can take the weight of the world off your shoulders because guess what? We're all in this together. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. How you doing, girl? This is Josh from Dallas, Texas, down here in the South. I want to give an absolutely not to myself, and I really want to apologize in advance because for the longest time, I thought Jeff, your hubby, your Italian stallion, was Josh Gad. I was like, okay, all right. Heather's pulling Josh Gad. She got the celebrities. So for a whole year, I thought he was Josh Gad. So I'm just going ahead and cancel myself for the rest of 2020 because this is already a fucked year. So love and light. Love you, girl. Bye now. Oh my God. Josh from Dallas, Texas. This is one of the best voicemails I've ever fucking gotten in my life. I'm literally crying. <laughs> Wait a minute. First of all, anybody who calls in the absolutely not line, a lot of y'all are just tattletailing on yourself. So I love that you're like, I've canceled myself. It's done. It's a wrap. I'm a ding dong. I can't believe I didn't figure this out. One, the fact that you thought I was dating or married to Josh Gad is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Okay, real quick. I'm going to pull up on my computer. Surely most of y'all know who Josh Gad is, but let me pull up his uh, little IMDB. Okay. <laughs> Because, you know, I get I get recognized when people don't know who I am. They always, you know, I told you I've gotten dead Anna Nicole Smith, the ghost of Anna Nicole Smith, like a fat um, Monica Potter who was on, she was in the movie, I think Patch Adams. Like I get a lot of just shady shit sometimes. Let's see what Josh Gad was in. Okay, you mostly known him as, I think, Olaf. He's Olaf and Frozen. He's a voice of Olaf and Frozen, Frozen 2. Been in a lot of Pixel movies. You know, he's been in everything. I mean, truly, he's literally been in everything. This is the funniest shit I have ever heard. I'm dying. This is so funny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I needed this. You have no idea. This is the kind of absolutely not voicemails I need. That is so fucking funny. You know, he's gotten Mark Teixeira, who I guess is like a former Yankees player. But the fact that you thought I was married to Josh Gad is fucking hysterical. Oh, my God. That's great. I'm debating whether or not I should tell Jeff. He's going to take it one or two ways. You know what I'm saying? It could go good or not great. I don't know. God, that's fucking funny. You know who I oddly get? Guys, and you're going to, you're as the words come out of my mouth, I get it more often than you'd think. You're going to go, yeah, that's an absolutely not. I get Sarah Paulson a lot. I don't think I look anything like her. She's a slender, gorgeous, stunning lesbian woman short hair. She's been all, in all the Ryan Murphy bits. There's no way. Like, she's like a very slim woman. But for some reason, people say that we have the same face. I don't see it at all, but I'm just putting it out there. That's what I've gotten. I get it quite often. But Josh Gad, fuck, that is funny. Oh my God, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Josh from Dallas for this. We needed this kind of giggle. And also, I love your energy, boo. Miss you. Love you. Let's get to the next voicemail. It's your girl, Kev from California. I went to Ole Miss too. Holla, hotty potty. Okay. I have an absolutely yes. I just danced naked in my bathroom while listening to your podcast when you were singing, can I smell your dick? And it's fucking amazing. 
because I'm high as shit and my husband's on night shift. Okay. I love you. Bye. Kev, what's up from California, girl? What's going on? Smoking that ganja. <laughs> you got your titties out, your labias just airing out. You're dancing naked to lemon smell your dick. If y'all have not heard this song, you have to download it. Go to YouTube right now and listen to lemon smell your dick. Honestly, one of the top hits of Really, the world. I think it came out in like 03, but truly an iconic song. So let me get this straight. You smoke some weed. Husband's on night shift. I don't know if he's a medical professional. I'm going to go with that. So you're at home just letting those titties flop. God, there's nothing better than when your mans ain't home and you undo that bra and everything's just shaking. You know, you like bend down and put some lotion on your legs and the tip of your areola hits the top of your toe and you're just like, Fuck yeah, I got some long titties. Good for you. You know, can I be honest? I haven't smoked a lot of weed during the lockup, the lockup raw, since we've been locked up raw. I haven't. And I just think, you know, maybe the anxiety will kick in. Maybe this isn't my time. I've been drinking a lot, which we all know isn't great. You know, and I will say the alcohol has been hitting me quicker than usual. Almost like if I'm up in Crested Butte, Colorado, about to hit the slopes. You know, you have one beer when you're skiing and the next thing, it's like a gravity bong. You're like, whoa. I can't feel my legs. That's me. But every day at about 5.30 when I open that crisp bottle of Whispering Angel and I pour myself a glass of rosé and then my legs just give out and I have to lay on the couch, you know, like draw me like one of your, your French girls. That's me. You know, that's why they, a chaise lounge was essentially a fainting couch because women used to wear corsets so tight, they just faint. They, you, you know, Sweet Mabel would faint, you throw on the fainting couch. Annabelle, come in, faint, you throw on the fainting couch. That's me, one glass of rosé, I'm fucking out. You know what's also been interesting? You know, we're cooking a ton at home. When I order anything out, it runs right through me. I know that's TMI, but I think, I mean, we cook Italian, you know, garlic, butter, onions, shit salted, flavored. But I eat out now and that shit, whatever they're cooking with runs right through me. I mean, I'm going to have to wear a fucking diaper for the first month out. Once we're really, really let out, I'm not going to fare well. I'm going to have to build up that stamina to get back into eating out for shape because I can't handle it. Anyways, Kev, I know that's not why you're calling, but listen, I love you're just dancing. You're free. You're in the bathroom. You're listening to the podcast. You're just having a moment. That's what it's about. If anything you take away from my podcast is that it's a moment, just 45 minutes, an hour, whatever whatever length we're at, that you can take a step out of your day and giggle and just take your mind off things. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You know, and guys, listen, I don't have all the answers. So for those of y'all who are getting crazy with me on the Instagrams, I'm just trying to post and open my eyes and see some shit. So come along for the ride. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. You know what I feel like doing? Actually, Kev, you re-inspired me. I'm going to get some weed. Don't tell my mother. I'm going to smoke some weed. Jeff's going to play golf for two days. So I'm going to get a little weed. I'm going to hit that weed. I'm going to take off my bra. Me and Rigatoni, we're going to make a little snack, like a little cheese tray. We're going to lay in bed, restart Curb Your Enthusiasm, my favorite TV show of all time. I've been watching season six right now. If you don't watch Curb, you should. Season six, the best. But start from season one. And you know what I love to do? Lay under a high-pressured fan, high-powered fan, and let the, just that cool breeze against your crotch. I don't know about y'all. I kind of quit wearing underwear when I sleep. I wear a big tee. I wear my little pajama sets, but I, some of it you got to let breeze through. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, 
Kev, you do you. You know, you got to keep yourself distracted while your husband's working, working that night shift. I'm sure you're probably a little on edge, but you just got to let it, let it breeze through, let it roll. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're called. And I'm so glad you're healthy and happy and just letting those long titties hang, girl. Live your truth. Live your best life. Let's get to one of our other callers. Heather, this is Caroline from Dawn's Creek. I just left you two other voicemails and I just like really don't know how to explain myself here. Anyways, long story short, I am an absolutely not because I think that I see Jeff driving down the road in this douchey pickup truck. And I'm like, that's odd because Jeff doesn't seem like a pickup truck guy and he's a saint, not a douche at all. Anyways, I speed up to get a little closer and I fly accidentally through a red light. Definitely have a ticket. So that's an absolutely not, but also an absolutely not to myself because I don't know what I would have accomplished if that was in fact Jeff. Like wave, stick my head out the window. I'm not really sure. I just want to apologize uh, for chasing what I thought. I was actually really just curious if you were in the car and I just wanted to wave. Huge fan. Thank you so much. And uh, absolutely not to myself. Love you. Bye. Okay, we got Caroline from Johns Creek, which is uh, a suburb of Atlanta, Georgia. Just so happens to be uh, where your girl hangs out a lot. Okay, so let me get this straight. You thought you saw Jeff in a pickup truck. Jeff doesn't drive a truck. You know what's funny? Up north, they call any SUV a truck. Like they call, you know, if you're in a Tahoe, they're like, oh, it's a truck. You know, like everybody in the South drives like Yukons or Tahoes. That's a truck. I'm like, no, no, no. A truck's like a Dodge Ram. A truck is a Ford F-150. Jeff's like, you know, I was thinking about getting a truck, you know, maybe like a Mercedes. I'm like, one, okay, Prince Williams, relax. I'm getting the Benz, baby. But he said a truck. I said, I literally took him word for word, said verbatim, said, honey, I understand you're like, you do development and like construction, but I don't really see you in a truck. He's like, yeah, I want to get, you know, the whatever the X380 or I don't know what the fuck they are. And I was like, honey, that's an SUV. He's like, yeah, but we call them trucks. It doesn't make sense to me. So I I digress to say that was not him in a pickup truck. Also, I love that you called yourself out. You know, you were three steps ahead of the game. You said, listen, I thought I saw him. What were you going to do? Maybe show him a titty? Maybe, you know, rear in the back of him, try and get some sort of insurance claim. I don't know what you were going to do. Either way, I love that you figured it out that whatever you were going to do was the wrong thing to do. So listen, hey, that's an absolute yes to self-control and self-awareness. You know, I went to this thing the other day and I ran to this lovely girl and she was like, hey, can we take a picture? And I had that moment where I completely forgotten that we were in a pandemic and I didn't have my mask on. And so I'm like hugging and I was like, fuck. I was like, I should have been more self-aware that I shouldn't have even put that young woman in a position to... You know, I just, I just felt fucking weird about it. I was, and I looked at my buddy, Jared, I go, Jared, I feel so fucking weird that I just hugged that girl. Not even the sense that she hugged me, that I hugged her, you know, but Hey, it's self-awareness. It's us taking a second, taking a pause going, you know, what's the best etiquette here? I don't know. You know, everybody's going to seem like an asshole no matter what these days, but I'm glad that you didn't drive 110 miles an hour down the road, slam on the brakes in your Lexus, just with your titties out. Now, if you do see Jeff, because we, we are skeeting around JC, Buckhead, Atlanta, Edgewood, Candler Park, Druid Hills, we're all over the West Side. You know, I don't go to Marietta a lot. I know a lot of my listeners live in Marietta. I've never been there. The East Side, I've never really been. But um, yeah, if you see him, if anybody sees him in Atlanta and you don't show him a titty, I'll be fucking pissed. 
moving forward, show him some titties. And let's say he probably won't listen to this episode because he's playing golf this week. You know, it fucking killed me. So let's just, if you see Jeff out, show him a titty. He'll fucking freak out. I just want him to come home one day and be like, you're never going to believe what happened to me. I'm like driving down the road, going to get a bagel, and this bitch pulls up, shaves me her ditties. Oh, he'll fucking love it. I got to be honest, I haven't really been showing him my ditties. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally drained. I had a, sort of a panic attack on Saturday. Had to drink two martinis, plain and simple. So I love that though. I love that you're going to chase him down. He's been chased down before and I find it funny. Like I'm a really big fan of other comics and, and you know, other people that just in the industry that I'm like, these are my people. As you know, I'm so grateful they all listen to me and I have that one person that I listen to. And I'm like, what would I do? And I've been trying to get them on my podcast. I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to like embarrass myself, but they, there's no return on investment. Not a, they don't even look at my DMs. It's not somebody super famous. It's not somebody you'd be like, oh yeah, uh-huh. It's like a, like, a, like a real hardcore comic. And I'm like, they are not even opening my DMs. But I think about like if I saw, it's a dude, if I saw him in public, I'd probably show a titty. I would, I'd show a titty. So Caroline, thank you for not getting in a car accident. Thanks for having self-awareness. And hey, I love it when anybody calls himself out on the absolutely not line. That's freaking fantastic. Let's get into the next call. What's up, Heather? It's Morgan from Cleveland. And I have an absolutely not I'm calling in about. I don't know when this trend started, but I don't like it. You're making a beautiful meal and then you serve it on a paper plate and post it on your social media. I absolutely don't get it. It's an average Tuesday. You're not at a cookout. Why are you using a paper plate? Are you lazy? Did you just exhaust all your effort in making a meal? So I apologize for the conviction in my voice, but this just really, I just can't wrap my head around it. Thanks. Morgan from Cleveland. I'm so glad that you're just as equally upset about this paper plate. Propaganda is what it is, as I am. Now, here's something that I've learned. You know, I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. I'm going to try and, you know, cut back on my plastic use, you know, save the fucking turtles and the paper goods too. You're at home. Now I get it. We're in quarantine. We're locked up. We don't want to do the fucking dishes. It got to a point where I was making dinner every night and I started to get really fucking crazy. You know, you hear a lot of moms say, I feel like a short order chef, short order cook. I'm working at a diner. I I started to get that feeling as well. But yeah, let me tell you something. You're making some chicken cordon bleu, some eggplant porn with that extra basil on top. And then you're going to slop that shit onto a paper plate. No, 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 no. Put it on a dish. Can I tell you something? There's the phrase. You know, they say they brought up with a silver spoon in their mouth. Do you guys actually know? Now, I'm not looking this up. I'm not fact checking it. But I've heard this from a lot of people. That the reason we use real silver when we eat is because, you know, silver is good for you. If you've ever taken colloidal silver, those are natural elements. Silver, gold, all of those things are natural elements. Silver is actually very good for you. So when they used to say you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, it meant you could afford silver utensils that actually keep you from getting sick. So yes, it meant you were rich, but it actually meant you ate with silver. And then usually those people didn't get sick. So if anything, quit using those fucking plastic forks. I understand. Give yourself a little grace if you're out and about. I understand we're using a lot of single use plates and plastic and shit because we're not trying to cross contaminate with COVID. They said the plastic numbers are through the fucking roof because everyone's using a plastic fork that they can throw away. 
I get that. I understand. We're in a pandemic. I get it. But if you're home slaving, making a hot meal, you know what I mean? Working your tail off. You bet your ass you better put it on a nice plate. Do yourself the justice. Be the you today you want to be tomorrow. Don't make this beautiful meal for yourself. You took the time to get the ingredients. You burned the, your fingerprints off on a, you know, a cast iron skillet trying to make this beautiful rosemary chicken. And then you get to put it on a paper plate and you know what's going to happen. It's like every time you go to Chipotle, I don't care how many times I tell them, light on the beans. Do I want more beans? Of course I fucking want more beans. Can I have more beans? No, because they always end up too juicy at the bottom of my pan. And I love Chipotle has, you know, I think compostable, biodegradable, they're all, you know, they're all up on their environmental game. But that fucking bowl that they use to catch the burrito bowl, Every time, doesn't matter if the guy sits there and he drains the beans. You know, you tell him, you go, you got to drain the beans. And they look at you like, I know I got to drain the fucking beans. You're like, well, you're not draining hard enough. They drain the fucking beans. They shake it for 10 and a half minutes. You get home. You're not even, I mean, I, the Chipotle from my old apartment in New York was three blocks. I would get home, soak through the bag. Like my chips are just falling, leaving a breadcrumb trail down to First Avenue. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. That's how I feel about putting a beautiful rosemary chicken onto a paper plate. What are you doing? Invest in one good set of silver. We don't need China. China's out the window. You know, that's another thing. I don't even have a wedding registry and people are like, oh, you're going to get China. No, I'm not going to get fucking China. I got two sets from my dead grandparents. My mother has a set. Nobody sits on China, but you should have some real silver, drink out a real glass and put that shit on a real plate. That's what's up. Be the you today that you want to be tomorrow. I'm here for that. Morgan, you should be revved up. You should be revved up for racial injustice, social injustice, equality for all. It's Pride Month. Get behind your, your fabulous friends in the gay community. And damn it, let's stop the single use of plastic and paper plates when you made a goddamn gourmet meal. Let them know, Morgan. Let them know. Let's get to our last voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Morgan from New Orleans. I just wanted to give you an absolutely yes. I... This will sound funny. I actually had never heard of you until you came to New Orleans on your tour. And I saw all these girls that I know being so, so excited to see your show. And so I started listening to your podcast. And I'm so glad that I found you before quarantine because I've just listened to every single one. And they always put me in such a good mood when I was feeling anxious or sad or freaked out. So I just want to say thank you. I listen to you every Wednesday now. You're my favorite podcast. And yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Hey, another Morgan from NOLA. Morgan, listen, I just want to say I love letting in these little happies. And thank you so much for sending in something positive. I, I go through a lot of interesting messages these days because, you know, we got a lot of crazy shit going on. And when you ever have a voice or a platform, it's interesting. You know, it's interesting. I, that's all I'm going to say. Anyways, Morgan, thanks so much for reaching out. I'm so glad that this can be a highlight of your Wednesday. Again, y'all, I'm not good at taxes. I'm not good at cleaning. I'm not good at organizing. I'm not good at, you know, uh, selling insurance. I'm not good in, at, at drawing blood. I'm sure as hell not good at ta using a rectal thermometer. It's just not the medical field, really. I'm not great with my hands. So doing anything in like mechanics uh, it's just not me. But what I feel like I am good at is finding the joy and even the shittiest stuff. So that's why we're here. That's why we're chit-chatting. That's why we're giggling. Um, I love, nothing makes me happier than going out and being on the road and telling jokes and meeting people and just like taking our minds off things. I know when I was in the darkest time of my life, which was, God fuck, almost five years now, 
I just, I never thought I was going to crawl out of it. And I feel like a lot of people are feeling that way too about what's going on with everything. Like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? Are we going to get through this? Are we going to see the change that we want to see? So I'm glad that this can be a place that we can just fucking giggle. I mean, listen, we had Josh from Dallas calling tonight. He thought I was married to Josh Gad. That's fucking hysterical. And I really think we built a cool community here. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. And I love it. I live for it too, Morgan, just so you know. When people are like, I have no idea who you are. But now I'm on board. I'm fucking here for that. I love getting a new follower. I love when y'all DM me. This is awesome. We're just doing it and we're doing it together. And I couldn't do it without you. As always, remember, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I need the funnies. Y'all bring them to me. Even in the darkest time, I'm telling you, the darkest, heaviest time is when the funniest shit happens. Because that's life. Because when you're at the fucking bottom, you look up and everything has a touch of humor to it. So keep your eyes and ears open. If you need to take a break from social media, go out, spend some time with your family, have those hard conversations, have those moments and just fucking laugh about it. Because shit is crazy right now. And the best you can do is be the best you can be and be encouraging to each other and be kind to one another and just fucking giggle. We got to giggle, y'all. We have to fucking keep giggling and then doing our part along the way. Man, I'm so glad we ended on that. And hey, shout out to New Orleans. That was such a fun show. And shout out to everybody who's going to be coming out to the shows. We still have shows that we're doing this year. I know the Texas shows got pushed back to the fall. You know, and we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I'm still planning on showing up. And then the rest of the tour got pushed to uh, the beginning of next year. And hopefully we're fucking out of this. I don't know what the answers are. I really don't think anybody knows what the answers are. And also, if anyone has seen Fauci, let me know what's good because I feel like we need to do a wellness check on him, okay? You're the best ever. As always, like, click, subscribe, share with your friends. Y'all, thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to get back to the interviews, but I feel like right now I just want to be one-on-one and intimate and just get into these voicemails because y'all have just been losing your minds. And now I'm about to go crawl in bed and let Jeff know that he's Josh Gad and see how that goes. Love and light to each and every one of y'all. And remember, call in with your absolutely nuts. And we'll talk about it on the podcast. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.